It's Kane and Jake on the internet show. I don't normally do this, so excuse my flow. Please like and subscribe so we can make this dough. When we make this dough, we're going to put it right back because our numbers are like a fat boy on track. <laughs> Pause, <laughs> rewind, we'll take it right back. Send it to your mates and be like, boy, here's mad whack. What? You practiced that. <laughs> That's 100% not off the top of the dome. Oh, yeah, I made that in the shower last night. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, that was good. Give me a five, six, seven, eight. Five, six, seven, and a The ins and out show is the place to be. It's where we talk about life in the industry. We Ooh. like to laugh and joke and tell stories. If you're not subscribed yet, where have you been? Hit that subscribe button. Tick, tick, tick. That's a good one. That's the best. Respect. <laughs> White boy boss. <laughs> White boys, baby. <laughs> My favourite bar was uh, <laughs> numbers like a fat boy on track. Because <laughs> they're dog shit. <laughs> Cancelled. Um, <laughs> whoops. Are you being fattest? No. Yes, you are fattest. I'm saying fat boys aren't good on track. <laughs> no, you are the fattest. I am the fattest. Um, <laughs> you're not actually. I'm not. Um, hey, guys. It's been, I feel like we haven't been here Mate, in ages. So long. We did two episodes in London. London town. In a wonderful podcast studio, which we used. Yeah. In the most random cafe I've ever been random in my life. Cafe. But it was dope. It was. Um, had great conversation with Anders. So good. I love Anders. Chasing his championship rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, um, I took a lot from that podcast, you know? Did you? Yeah. So Have if you, you haven't if back? you haven't actually listened to that, go and like listen to it. Or I recommend watching it so you can see our interactions because <laughs> they're quite funny. Mm. Um, no, I was just really thinking about like the conversation we had mm. and about... Um, like just th- like how he wakes up in the morning and phone rolls and stuff like that, and then I was thinking about like what my life in September is gonna be like, mm-hmm. and like remember I messaged you the other day being like in September between Monday and Saturday I'm gonna be teaching thirty seven and a half hours a week. That's a lot of hours, bro. Like that's like so what someone that's does a sat at a desk. Job. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's like physical. So I've really been thinking like how am I preparing my body mm. like for that? So I was like that's so much cardio output. So I'm gonna do some cardio, bro. Cardio, bro. You enjoying it? Mm, actually, do you know what I am? So the gym I've, I go to the uh, gym called the Village, Village, posh, and they've got um, those techno gym treadmills, which right. I always think techno gym equipment is dog shite. Yeah, absolute <laughs> dog shite. But they're they're virtual screens, so I can follow along with an instructor. Right. So like you're running like, and then there's an instructor running in front of you, like coaching you through it. It's basically like Peloton, but for running. Do you know what I mean? Um, so you like running the hills, sort of thing. Yeah. So I like I ch- I always do like like a thirty minute run, but mm. except the other day I did like two, <laughs> back to back. So I was really feeling it, and I told you I was annoyed, so I had to de-stress. Um, but I've been doing my cardio, doing it on that, and I don't know why. If I was running on my own, I wouldn't be able to like I would I wouldn't put in the same amount of effort I do, and like you can choose your setting. So I always do a thirty minute workout or a twenty five to thirty minute workout, and then I choose advanced. So three different levels. I choose mm. advanced. Bearing in mind, I never run. I was gonna say, I'm surprised you're jumping into advanced. Uh, just my ego. So <laughs> <laughs> I will not do intermediate. Just my ego. Like I'm <laughs> in my head, like I'm an athlete. I will not do intermediate. So I just hop straight on advanced. Um, and I, I'm, str- I struggle for like a few moments, but then once I get in the swing of it, like I'm good. But I think so. The first mile, there's a lot of science behind the first like couple of miles is the hardest, or the first like few minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's so the first. Like, your body's reaction to go. I'm really good at like figuring out my breathing pattern straight away. Right. Like, um, but that's the hardest bit is the beginning, right? Just getting your whole body like ready to move. 
Um, but I do a bit of priming before I run on there. Mm-hmm. Like, not much, like, but I just, like, get my joints kind of moving and stuff before I start the thing. And uh, I was thinking about it, and I was like, I would never have completed that if I was just running right. on my own. So but it because, work then, because it? the screen in front of me, oh, in my head, I'm competing with that person. Right. Like, I've got that thing where I'm like, there's this chick on the treadmill, like, running in front of me going, yeah, now we're going to take it up a notch. And I'm like, I'm going to beat you. Like, take this up a notch, bitch. Like, if you and, and it's, auditions, yeah, but. yeah, I don't know why. Like, I've turned it into like this competitive mindset. And like, there was this ham muscly guy on there, and I was like, I'm faster than you. <laughs> I'll, take you <laughs> I'll take you, bitch. So he was like, run on speed 15, and I did 15.5. Mm. Mm. So it's good. You take him. You yeah. take those imaginary people. <laughs> no, they're real. They are there. They're just on the screen. Right. They're not imaginary. But are they actually running in a. On a treadmill at the same time as you in are front of you while talking to you, yeah. So they're coaching you through it and doing it with you, but they're probably not doing it at the intensity I'm doing it because there's no way they'd be able to talk. On a screen, though. On a screen, yeah, yeah, yeah like on a virtual screen. Got you. In front of you. It's like a giant iPad. Right. It's like a Tesla. The Tesla was a running machine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's good. Nice I've been getting, trying to get my, my body ready to do cardio again after five weeks of doing no cardio. No cardio. No mm. dancing. It's been interesting. Yeah, so I was thinking about that, and I was like, right, being in the sauna, doing 20 minutes at a time, Nice. You checking your nutrition intake as well? Are you like thinking about that? Uh, I've not. I been mean, your nutrition's I good anyway. I've not been checking it, but I've just been like, like oh trying right. to cut sugar out a little bit more yeah. and like just trying to prepare him to go in. Um, and then, I think I told you the other week I've been like trying to like train popping a bit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what I do, do is. Do you want to show the viewers? <laughs> yeah. Wait. Uh, so, <laughs> so what I do is, uh, I started training it in the sauna. Right. To distract me. Yeah. yeah from the so pain. I do 20 minutes. And say, say the sauna's at 80 degrees. So it's, it's quite hot. It's not super hot. For me, it's not super hot. But the, I sit at the highest point. So you mm-hmm. get all the heat. And then hopefully th- when there's no one in there, which people c- come in and out, but when there's no one in there, what I do in those <laughs> last five minutes, <laughs> no, yeah, I go and I stand above the heater. Right. And I put my arms over it and I s- like goes like in a squat in second. <laughs> <laughs> and my arms are over the heater and I'm like, one, two, one, two, one, one. And I pop like that. Yeah, man. You're a psycho. I'm like <laughs> trying to up to imagine walking in though and see me just like <laughs> my just in some swing shorts like this. <laughs> like doing pop Getting and drills. Fucking forearm game. No music on. <laughs> <laughs> just and I'm doing this <laughs> to myself. Weirdo. Love yeah, it though. Up in the intensity, man. Intensity. The Training, baby. Training, baby. Yeah. So yeah. I've took that from Anders. I'm like, I start treating myself like an athlete. But you are. I mean, dude, the 37 and a half hours, man, that's that's a lot of hours to be mm. teaching. And is that including Sunday? No. So add another three hours. Three hours. But I'm not going to do every Sunday, so it could be days no. off. But like so yeah, I'm going to do I'm going to do a bit. I think I'm going to um start doing like ice baths as well. But I've been having like freezing cold showers after the sauna. Right. So I go in the sauna and then I go in the shower and I try and do 30 super slow breaths at the coldest I can do it. I hate cold. I, cold water is like my arch ne- nemesis. I hate cold water. I put me in any other uncomfortable situation. I'm fine. Put me in cold mm. water. I'm out. I don't really enjoy it. I prefer the shower than like a bath. Mm. I don't know I why. I guess you're not fully um fully engaged. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I hate it. But when I uh, did dance, dance, dance in Amsterdam, we all lived in a giant mansion, and there was like four or five showers, but there was like 15 of us that lived there. Right. And the one downstairs in <laughs> next to our swimming pool. 
because um, it was a mansion. Right. And we had our own sauna and swimming pool. The downstairs shower room had no hot water to it. Right. It was only cold water goes to that shower. So no one used it. So I was like, I'm not queuing for a shower every morning. So I used to cold shower every day. Mm. And dude, after like a week. To get used to it. Like I didn't even flinch getting in it. I'd just get in and it was fine. Mm. So I need to like make train it back up. Train it back up. But at the same time, like, I don't want to. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, that's how like, you do it. It's because you don't want to. I don't it? want to. I don't um, want to. So, yeah. So, Anders, thank you. Been getting that athlete mentality. And then we did an episode with Cody straight after. Dude, so, such a good and episode. And Andrea. Don't know why I added an accent to that. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a great episode. Such a good episode. So inspiring. We didn't talk for like an hour. Yeah, so. I actually let someone else speak. <laughs> Which is <laughs> I just like I, I need to watch it back because I bet my face is like this the whole time. You like I remember looking to my side and going, "He's completely mesmerized right now." Dude, just you the in, the you, wildest story. You in an awe. The wildest story of an introduction to dance I've ever heard in my life. Absolutely, like it's so sick. Like I, I'm not even we're not even gonna spoil it because if you haven't yeah, listened, go, like, go and go listen. listen. And if you can watch it, go and watch it because even his ability to tell a story was so fucking good. Very articulate man. Yeah. Very, uh, his he turns everything into a vision straight yeah. away. He uses stuff around the room to help explain stories, which is quite a quite a talent. I thought. Yeah, that's what I took away from it. His ability to interact with everyone and make it relatable to everyone. Yeah, and he involved all three of us in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. It was it was dope. It was such a great day. It was mm. a long day. I was so tired by the time we got home. <laughs> yeah, being a com- good conversationalist for long experience, long periods of time is. Like, quite draining, I think. Oh, 100%. It saps out of you. Yeah. And, and like, we d- think we drove to London, carried cam, no, yeah, cameras and shit through the tubes, two pods, mm. and then traveled home, tube and then travel home. Like, it zapped me. But yeah. I do think we should do it more often, like, For to sure. get some guests on, because it was cool. It's dope. I'd love if we could pretty up the studio that we used, but. Yeah, I mean, it's a love the studio. Mm. But it was cool. Um, Itchy eyes Dude, yeah. I've had um a cool. Four days. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously it was the UDO World Championships 22 mm-hmm. in the worst city <laughs> in the world. Don't think you can get away with saying that. But anyway, carry on. Blackpool is a dive, man. Like, I, it's just like the venue, Winter Gardens, is awesome. They've put loads of money in it. Is that like, the one they normally host at? Uh, well, they did Glasgow for a while, but now it's back at Blackpool. And the venue's dope. Like, it's so, like, they've got a new section in there, which is, like, gorgeous. Like, a new conference center. It's beautiful. It's all got AC. And then, obviously, there's no AC in, like, the older ones. But, mm-hmm. like, they're beautiful because they're so grand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, you just walk in and you're like, oh, magic has happened in here. Like, yeah. um, however, there's no AC in those. So, like, this week, it's been hot as shit. And sat on like a pleather seat while judging for eight hours. The sweaty bum crack was not the one. Felt like I wet myself. Nice. Yeah. Like it was rough. It was a rough. It was that was actually a mental challenge to like stay sat down for that. To stay sat down and like have to work that hot. Do you find? And there's like two thousand people in the room and people dancing, so it was added heat. Added heat. Do you find it's hard to stay that engaged with that because like you're literally just watching dance for that long and, yeah. and judging it do you find that you switch off uh or is your I, I, I don't switch off but like because I, I don't let myself because yeah. I, I, i'm not allowed but it's really hard to stay as motivated to be there 
as you are in the first 10 minutes yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. five hours in. Um, I was speaking to the other judges and I was like, I think if you've never judged a competition before, like you don't realize how hard it is actually to like sit and watch teams and teams and everyone be like, what a nice job. Like you just sit there and watch dancing. I'm like, it is a nice job, but it's so hard yeah. because within that space of like two minutes of your team that say is your team because mm. you teach your team, say is two minutes of watching your team dance. I have to absorb information, dissect it in my brain, Carp, like compartment. Comp I can't say that word. Yeah, I know what, what you're saying. Compartmentalize. Whatever yeah, <laughs> like figure out which thing I like and why. Yeah. Does that? Do I need to write that on my piece of paper and then figure out how to mark it out of ten? All yeah. in the space of watching them dance, and then the minute I get until the next team starts. Mm. Sometimes not even a minute. Sometimes more, but most of the time it's say like just under a minute. And then I have to do it again. And again. And again. I and again. Sometimes and then, not only 10, 10 teams in, not only do I think about that team I'm watching, I have to go, where do they compare to what I've seen? This is what I was about to say. Like, if team one comes on, you go, it's a seven out of 10. And then in 10 teams time, you're like, that definitely wasn't a seven out of 10. That was a five out of 10. Mm. Like, you can't. No. Well, well, through experience of doing it for such a long time, like, you kind of know, okay, this is under 10 advanced. Or under 10 intermediate or whatever, like you kind of have an idea of the level that they're going to be. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, I know, I know the kind of what the ceiling might be for this. Right. So like if 10 under 10s can do nice, they can start on the center line <laughs> or in a good place. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah it was, <laughs> it's a really hard job, man. Like, and I, I can imagine, I think I can, it probably is challenging because it's just so much information. Mm, and when they're not advanced, it's right. so hard because then it's like you're trying to look for good things. You're trying right. to look for reasons to give them good marks. Do you know what I mean? You're yeah, not just yeah. watching it going, wow, that was dope. Because I guess you're, I, like I'm trying to find the good in their piece, not the bad. Do you know what I mean? So instead of being like, oh, their transitions are whack, it's a three. I'm trying to go, did they do this good? Like right. I'm trying to figure out what was good about it and then does, write down why. Does your out of 10 change? Per age category. Yeah, of course. So like an under eight and an under sixteen isn't going to be the same thing. Right. So like, because otherwise everyone under the age of fourteen would be living in like a two to four. Two, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it was good. But um, I felt really lucky, man, to watch the over eighteen advanced. Dude, over eighteen advanced worlds. I remember watching it last year live with the live stream. Mm. So sick, dude. The, like, the choreographers are just mad. So, they had a group from Thailand. And in fact, for me, there was loads of talent this weekend, but Thailand stole the, stole the really? weekend. Dude, like, that. we'll start with the over 18s piece. It was unreal. I've never seen anything like it in person, mm. like where I've been that, like, I really felt honored to watch it. I watched it uh, twice. And like me and uh, Ricochet, uh, one of the other head judges, was sat by each other. We watched it the first time and we were both like, mind blown i was like i feel honored to be able to say i get to judge that mm. and i watched that to that level and i was like i don't even feel qualified to critique it really yeah like because all they did was lock in from beginning to end like and i understand locking yeah, yeah yeah but not like they do it like they they're, they're masters of it like you know what i mean these are masters of what of locking mm. they didn't do any other style they just did locking 
for three minutes and somehow minutes. somehow they kept and somehow every like four aids dude they elevated and it became more entertaining and really? you became I more invested that. oh I, I was just like did what? they win yes right. like for me like like box ticking wise they were fantastic but my as my preference like they were out of this world dude like i couldn't find the fault do mm. you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't find a reason to mark them down. Like, I looked and I was like, <laughs> "You're a ten. Like, you're a ten. You're in, you're insane." Did you give ten across the board? Uh, no, I I gave nines all across the board just in case there happened to be a a ten a ten after them. Right. <laughs> like, so I've got somewhere 10. to 5. go. <laughs> like, um, but some judges I believe did, but like, I I just gave them like nines. That was my highest score. I d I kind of don't really go above nine because mm. you I might need to. You might need to go above it. If nine. their execution was a nine and then or a ten, but then someone does a better execution, then how do I mark the other team higher? Gotcha. But in my head I was like, I I'm not gonna see something better than that. There's no way. Right. And uh then I watched IMD. Mm -hmm. You know IMD yeah, from yeah. East London, like dude. They're they're, uh, they're uh, very uh, tricky from them. Uh, uh yeah, yeah. Uh, very busy. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. there's like forty of them on stage, probably not that many, but there's a lot. It feels like a lot. Very busy stage. Lots of pictures, lots of patterns, lots of sound effects, like th very athletic. Mm. Like, dude, they did, uh, they had one guy do a standing tuck on the floor whilst they threw another guy to flip over him at the same time. So the one who's flipping on the floor's legs went, like he went through the person on the floor's right. legs yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they both landed. So it was like over, dude, it was crazy. I had to do that on stage. <laughs> well, and, and like they do so many tricks like in their set and like, risky flips like we were saying like i wonder how many times that goes wrong yeah, like yeah. i would love to have like uh behind the scenes of like their training process to get to this like how many things go wrong before it goes right and like are they nervous when they try it on the floor for the first time and like stuff mm -hmm. like that but dude they're phenomenal at what they do like I, shout out to them man like they graft i would love to see them do more like dance because it's very patterny in pictures um but yeah, man, I just want to give them a shout out because they rep the UK good. Do you find um, the very noticeable patterns in like comps from year to year, like uh, a, a feel or like a moving pattern? For example, like last time I was on the comp season, it was like all light feet, like light feet. Just oh, it still trends. is. Still yeah, is. yeah, it goes through trends. Yeah, like, trends. So trends. like when I first started UDO, like crump was the trend. Right. Like, or maybe not right at the beginning, but like early stages, it was like crump. And then it went to, and it's normally influenced by someone they've seen mm -hmm. or like by a judge. And then it was like New Jack Swing because Animaniacs were like always the judges and they used to do a New Jack Swing set. Then it was like lock-in because Flawless did lock-in. Right. Then it was like house because Turbo did house. Do you know what I mean? And now it's light feet because they get Mr. YouTube. Mm -hmm. Like, so it's always influenced by like someone they look up to and it becomes like the craze at the time. So I feel like we're in that. We're in that vibe at the moment. We're in that that season of light feet where that's the the common trend where everyone's putting light feet steps everywhere. everywhere. Which like isn't a bad thing if it's done well and like you actually know what you're doing. But I feel like people just do it for the sake of doing it, not doing it because it's showcasing how good they are at it. Right. It's because like they think this is popular. I should do this. But I'm like, I would rather. Is that, you is that a turn on or a turn off for you? Off. Right. That'd no, be that, like me being like, popping's cool. Like, I'm going to go and pop. Like, I'm rubbish. Why on earth did I go and pop? Right. Like, I'm going to show but you what I'm good at. As a judge, because you've seen, like, 10 sets of light feet or whatever. Well, and it's all the same. Because no one, like, not no one, not no one, but majority of people aren't advanced at 
at it. They're not proficient at it. Right. They've just taken some classes and they know some steps. So you, you just see and then 9, I just see the <laughs> all all variations of the same thing to the same sounding songs. There's right. n- there's not a lot of creativity to it. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you see so much of it. So it's just like and that happens with it. It's not just light feet. It's happened Locking forever house, with locking yeah. house happened like house everyone used to a shuffle. Ev- yeah <laughs> everyone used to be in a circle in the middle like facing inwards Dude, like house circles are still the thing like <laughs> you mean everyone I facing a circle and do house like well that's the worst formation for house because now you're all moving like differently in that time not facing me i don't get to see the picture yeah. i'm i'm not looking from bird's eye view like then it would be cool <laughs> but yeah. like yeah no a circle facing inwards when the judges are at the front is not a good look i think because all i see is the people at the front's bum <laughs> yeah like i see your back there is something to say about like when you're creating this like sub subconscious mm-hmm. things so i was choreographing a number yesterday and uh i put this step in which did is not the way i move at all but i heard it and i was like this is the step i want mm. and then i was editing a particular choreographer which i'm working with at the moment i was editing some which was so real and i saw the step and i was like oh that's where i got it from like I didn't know that you I subconsciously took it in. Took I took in that it information. In. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. happens. So I guess that's if you're regular on the still like an artist, my friend. Still like an artist, and it wasn't like a again, it wasn't like a it conscious wasn't purposely, feeling. yeah. But it, it was, ha- yeah, happens. It's information you took it in, and then you've recycled it. Recycled it. That's how we work. Um, and then uh, we were judging, and I was like, so at Worlds, n- n- in most rooms, we judge from above. Right. That's so probably much better. You would think. So okay. hear me out. So. And I explained it to a few of the other head judges and they were really like, it seemed like to hit a spark in their brain. Right. And I was like, so when we're looking at it from above, say like, so I, I watched, I'm going to use IMD as the example. And IMD, I hope you listen to this because I really feel like it could help you. Um, in fact, I'm going to tag you in it so you do listen to it. <laughs> um, like, so with them, they use lots of flips and tricks and they have lots of people. So they use the people at the front to mask what's happening what's behind. What's happening behind, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm above. So you see So I see everything, right? So like, I'm, like the magic in what they do is that all of a sudden someone flies through the sky and you don't know where they came from and you never saw it being made. But, you but when I'm watching it. it from a bird's eye view, I'm seeing behind the curtain. I know that you're about to pull a rabbit out of a hat. Sure. I've seen you put the rabbit in there. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's no magic. Not no magic, because that sounds harsh. But, like, I know something's going to happen before it happens, as opposed to it being a surprise, because I see the build-up to it. Whereas when they create, I'm assuming Omar, the choreographer, is on the same floor level as them. So when he creates his ma- he creates his masterpiece, he creates his art, he creates it from his perspective that he's in, not from the perspective that I'm viewing it in for the but judges. How often is someone viewing from that, that position, though? Well, so, th- again... This is what I'm saying. So say we were creating for a TV show and there's a live audience. Mm-hmm. What a choreographer should do is go, right, we're going to choreograph for the audience. But we've also got to remember there's camera A, B, C. And in these moments, we need to ha- make sure that this camera is going to get the shot that it wants. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to pick up an awkward angle, right? So what they need to be able to do is think, right, because only the judges are up high. Mm-hmm. The audience are low. So they are still creating for their audience. But we're the camera, theoretically. Yeah, yeah. So they need to make it magic for us too. And although they're creating for the audience, we're the only people that count. Right. We're the people that count. Yeah, they, yeah. The audience don't. Their cheer is amazing, but they're not giving you the score. So like for me, if I was to give like, 
And again, I'm only using IMD as the example because it's on the top of my head and they really stood out for me this weekend in what they did. Um, this worked. This goes for every team. I would recommend doing this. For like Worlds, when you know you're going to Worlds and you know that the judges judge from above, maybe you should consider what you do in your formations and look at it from that kind of angle as well. So you can be like, oh, so yeah, from the front, our patterns look dope, but actually our back line, maybe our weaker dancers are and it's a bit rickety. We can see that. Right. Like, you know, like a lot of people hide, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. hide people at the back, but weaker ones at the back. You can't hide because I'm looking from above. I can see everything. But is this the first time you've judged from above? or do you No, judge no, we judge all the time. Like Worlds. Uh, at Worlds, you judge there all the time and some other places too. Right. But like this weekend, it was really like, I really paid attention. Like I always really pay attention, but I don't know. I really had like my judging head on and thinking, how can we make this better for us and for them? How can they make better pieces? How can we make it better for us to judge? Mm. And I was like, would you have rather judged from? Yes. So the, same plane? the first time IMD, I didn't judge IMD once. I just got to watch them dance. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't on the panel when they were dancing. Um, but the first time they danced, I purposely watched them from downstairs so I could be below the stage and look up mm -hmm. as an audience member. The second time I watched it, I watched it from a higher point of view. Not all the way up where the judges were, but higher. So I was on like halfway up the stairs and it wasn't as magical. Right. But I knew that would happen because I'd already thought about this beforehand. Yeah, yeah. Like when, when watching other teams compete, I saw like uh, a dope crew. I can't remember their name now. Sorry, guys. Uh, they were from Germany, I believe. And like they prepped a guy and they threw him into a double backflip. Mm. Like a double backflip. Like there's two rotations on stage. But because I watched it from the, because I judged that, I saw that prep happening. Right. And I saw how long they took to prep. I knew something big was going to happen. Whereas it, I was thinking if I'd seen that from below and he just flew out from behind a bunch of people and did a double tap. Madness, yeah. Madness. But from above, you lose that magic. Mm. It's interesting. Like, don't know. I feel like... I mean, uh, that is, that's the same event. You know, if you watch Royal Family or whatever, or any, you know, I'm just saying Royal Family because it's obviously a well-known crew. You're going to get that from every crew, aren't you? Yeah, 100%. But, but if you're creating to win a competition and you know you're being watched from above, that's just something to consider. I'm not saying you can prep different but like <laughs> if you've got someone sat at the back for two eights catching their breath to prep i can see that happening hmm. or like i just know the magic's happening so maybe you have to find a way to mask that mask in the mask yeah it's just it's just an interesting perspective yeah, yeah, like because yeah, no. when i saying, when sure. i watched it from below everything was a surprise yeah when i watched it from above i saw all the preps so it's a complete different experience mm. choreographing stage pieces like that is it's it's you're creating Rabbit, like, <laughs> rabbit in the hat. <laughs> <moments>. <laughs> and it is, it's a very different way of thinking, is it? It's like, it's, it's kind of like editing. You're co constantly trying to grab people's attention and send it somewhere else so you can cover something up up mm. later. It's, uh, it's, it's like problem solving. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. But it really, like, changed my perspective on, like, how we create pieces. Mm. That we're actually creating for the people that count. Like, I know you're creating it for the audience, but we were the ones. And then, um, all weekend, like the Thailand kids, like the Thailand dancers, they stole the weekend for me. And then I was trying to figure out why they were so, why they were so exceptional. Mm. Like, what is it that they have? And like, I only really saw them like in their duos, like they're under 12 beginners or something or under 14, I don't know, beginners. Like, dude, they were like advanced. Right. And like, I was like, yo, these aren't advanced. And then we were like, 
but they probably are beginners. Because they've never competed before. And where from where? No, no. And where they're from? Ah, uh, okay. Maybe in Thailand they are beginners, but here they're not. Like, dude, they were dope. Like, they were so much better than everyone they competed against. Like, it wasn't mm. even remotely close. Like, I wonder why. And then I wonder w- what they're doing differently. Yeah, that's what I mean. So I'm like, what? What is it that they do in their training that is different to us? Do you reckon it's like the LA thing? Whereas, because LA is so much, well, LA feels to be a high standard. You kind of have to. Yeah, LA is, but you've got to remember, like LA kind of is a cheat code because you get the best of the best from everywhere coming to one. Right. So they're not from LA. You're getting the best from Thailand, London, Spain, Europe. Yeah, traveling to LA. So yes, you're right, but it's also like a cheat because Mm. everyone goes there. That's the place to be. But like no one's like these kids didn't move to Thailand to dance. They're just from Thailand. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and they come and they're, they would do, they were, they were insane, like exceptional. I've never seen like people so proficient at something as a whole. It wasn't like there's one or two. Mm. It was all of them. So I was like, I wonder what, like, is it something to do with their culture where it's more disciplined? Like, do they have more of a like militant regiment lifestyle? Like when it comes to training and stuff, is it more militant than fun? Like, I don't know, but I feel like now I want to go there and like, go train, go find but out. not even go train, but just go and understand why. Because I know crews here work so hard. Like some don't, but some like do work really, really hard. But what is it that gave them that edge over everything else? And then how do we, how do I take that and apply that apply to my to life? Your, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't need to be the most best locker like they are, but I want to know what what they're doing to make those kids do that or to get their training that way. Do you remember Ark who won 2019 Worlds, I want to say? The Japanese crew? The Japanese yeah. crew. I watched some of their set. They performed at World of Dance, I think it was. In LA the other day, mm. did you s- did you see that any of their comp? Uh, no, I haven't seen anything. So, and a lot of their set is the same from 2019. Ah. So my line of thinking is, are they just doing it for such exceptional amounts of time? It's so drilled They're into so their body because their opening was the same. Yeah, but two, even still, like you on. can I do a s- 2019. You can do a set forever. Like their technique, their movement quality, their ability to dance is so much higher. Yeah. Like whether you do co- like just because you know but if they a routine combo, really well doesn't mean you know technique really well. But if you're just doing the same combo over and over again, you do understand the technique for those steps for that combo. Yeah, but that's it. But can what I'm yes to a degree. Can you then? But if but I can teach I can teach someone a locking routine that's never done locking before and make them do that routine for five years. But if they don't understand the technique, they're only gonna. But after do five years, they're gonna get the technique. No, for they're that not combo. because they might not know the techniques. Like they're gonna be able to execute their version of that choreography. Like there was a, sc- a crew called 1982, I think. Um, they, were f- they were dope. Mm. Like, I think they were Spanish. Like, dude, they were so clean. They did a lock-in set. Like, it was the cleanest thing you've ever seen. But their technique wasn't very good. Right. They weren't adding the, the locking. They were arms were doing the wrong pathways. Like, they were coming up instead of coming up their chest and out. Like, their technique wasn't great. It was the cleanest piece. It was so clean, mm. but it wasn't the best technically. Th- that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah. IMD's locking section, bro, was super, super clean, but it wasn't technically that, f- that great. Like, but the Thailand kid's technique, 
Like even when one of them danced in their solos on their own, their technique is what's so impressive. What was it again? Their technique. <laughs> like it's not just dancing, it's not just moves. Yeah, yeah, it's they like understand. They understand quality. the essence of what they're, what they're doing and it's done to such a high level at such a young age. Like I want to know why they are. This is when you find out their teachers are like one of the best lockers in the world or something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that makes complete sense. But also we have some of the best dancers in the world teach kids here, but we don't always get those results. I don't know. It's just do interesting. And even if you go and look at like younger dancers who do competitions in like Korea and Japan, bro, they roast adult dancers here. Like there's something there's about the culture. More of a focus on technique than it is about choreo. I feel, I could be wrong here, this is a bit of a bold statement. In England, it's more choreo focused than technique focused. Uh, Yeah, I guess. It, like it depends where you go. Like if you talk by Harry Popper, like Harry's doing course, but we're, we're talking the, for a majority. General yeah, as a general. For sure. Maybe. And I, I imagine we only see the elite people from abroad. Yeah, I was gonna I say, it's kind of like, again with the LA thing, the best of Thailand are traveling here to, for this competition. Yes, and I'm only and people are only putting the best out online. Whereas when I go to competitions, I see from beginner to All the best. But even their best roasts our best. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And I just, I want to understand why. Maybe you can find out and ask, like, hey. Hey, why are you better than me? Yeah. To the twelve-year-old, why will you roast me? Yeah, but you can go to the, the like owner, your rubbish, the crew, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You should do it. Post the results. Yeah, I, I like yo. Anyone want me to come and teach in Japan, Thailand? I'll come and teach and then be a student. <laughs> like, yeah, it was just interesting, man. Like, they're just so fresh. Mm. They were so fresh, and they did no light feet. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was dope. It's really, really like inspiring weekend, and then like we did a judges showcase. Did you dance? Of course, of course, of course. I danced. What did you dance? Uh, so I was I recommended like the week before we went that we did like a group one because mm -hmm. I always love doing the group ones instead of watching like ninety seven solos. But I think if you're a specialist, like if you're Harry Potter, like do a solo. Do a solo. Like don't come and do choreography with us. Like go and roast your shit. And like we Kenrick Sandy, obviously the legend that is Kenrick from Boy Blue. Had like, he was like, I've got some choreo, I'll teach it to you all, or I'll send you all a video, learn it, and then I'll make us a piece. So Kenrick took on this like creative director, artistic role for our piece. Nice. Um, which for me was like, it was kind of weird. Like, I was kind of fanboying all weekend. Because <laughs> two of my dreams kind of came true whilst judging. And it was like really surreal. So it was like, I won a duo with Kyle, with my first ever Worlds, like there in that same room. And I was like, now to come back as like the head judge, mm. one of the head judges, there's a bunch of us. Like it's kind of dope. Like from 2006 when I competed to now, in that time I've gone from being like the competitor to a head judge. And then I got to go on stage and like dance, not only next to Kenrick, like I was his opposite mm. for, a, for a section, which to me is like, geez, like Kenrick Sandy, like he's like the goat for our, for our country. Um, but he created the piece. Mm. And then I also shared the stage with Marlon, like Swoosh from Flawless. Mm -hmm. And like, I was really thinking about like how 16, 17 year old me would feel. Right. If I could have yeah, said yeah. at the competition to me then, when I was competing, one day you're going to share the stage with the people that judge you. Yeah. Like, because they used to judge me. Really? Yeah. Mad. Do you know what I mean? And like, I looked up to them and like me and Ken were speaking. And he's like, how old are you now? And I was like 32 and he's like, damn, I remember when you were like a teenager. <laughs> and I was like, my first job was for you. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, like, like Royal Variety in 2009, like was my first like big job yeah. like on TV with him and Todd Sams. And he was like, no. And I was like, yeah, like 
without that maybe i never would have did this life i would i don't know but it's just weird man it's such a, like a surreal moment to be i know it sounds kind of corny because like i've danced for all these like huge artists but like i always say artists are cool but for me it's about the choreographers or the creatives that means way more to me than what artist like yeah cool i danced for like say nicole scherzinger that was amazing but it's doper that i got to work with jaquel knight Mm -hmm. that's how my brain works so like i was like no okay i didn't dance for any artists this weekend i was the artist i guess but i got to work for like someone who i really look up to i got to do his choreography on stage mm. and dance next to like my now peers who were once you're like one of them and now, now there's people looking up to you bro yeah but you're, that's you're what i mean now like now i was like oh i'm i'm considered to be one of these by a demographic of people. Yeah. I don't consider myself to be one You're of right them. You're right there, bro. Don't be but no, it was it was super dope, man. I was like, you you have to think back sometimes and go, yo, come a long way. How life works like that. Yeah, yeah like yeah. it's dope. I've bust my ass to make it happen. Yeah, like it's never I was about been, to say it's well. Um, it's not been handed on a plate, but it was really cool. And um, people Is there a so video of this number? Uh, I have a video on my phone. I'll show you later. You got to press that button. Push the button. Um, I have a video. I'll show you after. Uh, but yeah, it was dope. And then, yo, people solos, like, I was really nervous. So we were in rehearsals. I learned. Did you do a solo as well? Well, so I'll tell you the story. So like, <laughs> sorry, like eight people did solos or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then we did our group piece of the people that weren't doing solos and wanted to be in the group piece because not everyone wants to do it solo. No. Um, so, and it's nice for the audience because then they get a bit of everything. And then at the end of all the choreography, there was like however many eight minutes of music where people could go in and freestyle. So, Everyone's like, I'll take this bit of the song. I related to zero of the music. Right. Like there was a what Missy Elliott, a uh, bunch of different songs put right. together. But it was like Kendrick Lamar, uh, a Missy Elliott track, which is a dope track, but it was a remix. So it was quite slow. So I was like, oh, not me. And like, I don't mind freestyling, like if it's us just jamming. But like, I don't want to go on stage and freestyle. I get roasted by the freestylers. <laughs> Next to people who I'm judging, who that is their, that's, that's their bag. That's right. what they do. They are the freestylers. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm the choreo guy. Uh, do you know what I mean? I was like, give me the choreo. Give me more choreo. They're like, who wants to be in what bit? I was like, I'll do all the choreography. <laughs> like, and it was like, so they were like giving people out the, um, like people that, I'll take this bit, I'll take this bit. Kendrick was like, what bit of the song do you want to freestyle to? And I was like, um, maybe this bit, like I'll try this bit. And then another female judge wanted that bit. And I was like, ladies first, you take that bit. You can have that bit. Like, I understand. They didn't want to freestyle either. So I was like, you take that bit. And then it was this bit left. And I was like, I'll take the Missy track. Even though it's slow, I prefer it than the Kendrick track because mm -hmm. it's just not my kind of vibe of music. And uh, he was like, how long do you want? I was like, uh, four eights. He went, it's an eight eight section. And I was like, four eights? He's like, you're having eight eights. I went, <laughs> eight? He went, shut up. <laughs> and I was like, Kendrick. Right. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> Sorry, boss. I was like, yeah, but that's how I felt. I was like, and I... I was like, you're Kenrick. I can't go, no, I'm doing four. I was like, okay, I'll do eight eights. And then in my head, like, I was pr I was really nervous. <laughs> yeah, dude, because I'm next to, like, dope freestylers. Uh, like, that's not my bag. And I left, like, I had a few drinks. I went back to my room. And, like, so I found this out the day before we were doing the showcase. And I was like, yeah, I have to commit to this now. <laughs> like, it's like, and I was like, I have to look at this as a learning curve. Like I have to be the student in this moment because mm -hmm. this isn't where I thrive, but this is where I'm around people who are way better than me. 
and this is how I got to being good at what I do is always being by people better than me. So I was like, no, I'm going to steamroll this bitch. Like I'm going to commit. So I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to confidently do eight eights. Was it all a freestyle? No. It what was as in like- What curry did you tap into? Uh, no, I just like, <laughs> I took, uh, I just really like planned like where I'm going to be on stage. Right, like right. on this bit, I'm going to like do like this specific groove to get on stage. And like, it wasn't a complete freestyle. Mm -hmm. There's elements of freestyle within the A8s. But even still, like just doing a solo next to all these people who are fucking dope. I was very nervous. Oh, but I overcome it. Yeah, it's cool. But bro, Harry Popper's solo. Is he mad? Dude, he's just unreal. And I think what's even more amazing is like, he looks like a football hooligan has walked past the dance event <laughs> with <laughs> a pint in his hand and gone, what's happening in here then? And goes in and goes, I can dance. <laughs> and comes on stage and then roasts us all. Like, and I said that, I was like, when you watch Harry, it's like a hooligan has walked in from a football match and he's just come on stage for fun and then he happens to be insane. And we were all laughing and everyone's like, so true though. Yeah. Like even his mentality, like, like he was killing it, bro. It was one of the dopest solos I've ever seen. And like, everyone's like hyping him and he turns to us and he's like, come on, like that to us and then turns around and starts going again. Like, and I was like, I want that confidence. I want that confidence. I want that confidence in that skill set. Cause yeah, if it's choreography, like I do have that confidence. But it was so dope, man. And to see people shine in different ways. Like Ricochet, Lee Putman, he's an artist. I recommend you go check him out on Instagram. His art is insane. Like his popping, bro, it was so sick. And then Jesse like did her solo and like it was so where everyone else was like killing it, right? And hers was like effortless. Right. It was like art. She like she didn't even sweat. <laughs> like she was just like moving and it was like so oozy like bro it's just sick to see people roast what they do even though we all dance we all dance so different yeah, yeah, yeah like and everyone would be like a dancer is a dancer if you don't know about dance but when you actually look at us we're all so different and everyone was also great at what they do yeah. it's really inspiring um, and it makes it makes me go i need to pull the fuck up so i'm gonna go back on my steezy app <laughs> get back to popping get back to popping it's funny that isn't it it's like we have this idea that you need to pull up because people are better you at a different craft like yo they probably couldn't roast choreo the way you do do you know or learn choreo the way you do etc i probably learn quicker than most people did mm -hmm. but they all danced it as well as i did i think like okay. so maybe you do need to pull the fuck yeah yeah i do need <laughs> to pull the fuck up like no, but i do uh, even, yeah. wa even watching people compete this weekend i'd be like yo these <laughs> youngsters like i watch leia cowie mm -hmm. like who's 17 like on the Saturday night at the party, freestyling in a circle, taking on three boys who have all just competed in the like all styles freestyle final. Right. And she's in the middle of a circle calling them all out. <laughs> she doesn't enter freestyle battles, but she's just like I'll that confident. You. And then she called out Harry Popper and started popping against Harry and they had a popping battle. She don't pop, but she can, but like she's not a popper. Yeah. But just that confidence and that like, and I was watching her dance and I was like, oh, she's going to be a star. Right. Like, she is going to be the our, she's going to be the girl from Step Up. Like, that's her. Like, mm -hmm. it was just dope. I was so inspired and so jealous that I don't have that confidence. You get it, though. It's just dope. Like, a really dope, inspiring weekend. No, I'm jealous. Granted. Man. Wish I filmed. Watch some stuff which wasn't so inspiring. <laughs> no. But there was lots but of inspiring stuff. We don't but they will get there. Yeah, yeah. It's hard work. It's hard work. Dope, man. Yeah, man. It's cool. You should come to the next one. As a... <laughs> As a dancer. As a dancer. Yeah. yeah, I'm good. You could enter over 18. Dude, I'm 20. I'm 27 now. <laughs> That's over 18. I know. I know. I'm old though. <laughs> <laughs> I used no, to man. do. I used to do comps before. Way back when. I know. Freestyle comps. I remember. 
I remember I remember judging you doing solos. God, never again. I remember that. I actually saw that video you judged me, and I was like, dude, this is so bad. <laughs> Have <laughs> so you still got the video? I don't know where it is. Let's find it. No, I'm never. It was a it was a remix to. It was like a really soft song, like a very. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember the name of it. Don't worry. But um, yeah, never again. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dope weekend. Congrats. The goal for 2022 September onwards, this new season, our season. Mm. I'm just gonna be the fucking best me, bro. I'm gonna roast everything, or try to. You will. I know. You're roasting everything too. Working hard at the moment, bro. Mm. Hustling. 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 It's funny. I did a, an edit last week. Uh, I kind of touched on it earlier for this choreographer doing a new show reel, and a minute. 50 long video took me 14 hours or so to edit and after that like because i need to do another one as well i had nothing creative left yeah like you, in you every empty, you, you field, emptied your cup emptied my cup and then the rest like so then you need to go and refill your cup well i, d- I, I went i did i went and did some like fun stuff but like i couldn't i didn't feel creative in any part of my life mm. like i went into the studio yesterday and i was like i can't dance <laughs> I literally can't. Is that dance. why you messaged me? That's why I messaged we, you yesterday. Can we dance tomorrow? And I was like, eh. I I literally got in the studio and I couldn't put. It's so funny cap, though that you, you like, can we dance? And in my head, I was like, my past ten days has been pure dance. Do you know what I <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. want to do today? Is fucking fucking dance. dance. No, I haven't got time anymore, sadly. But um, not me this time. Thank God. Um, but yeah, I just I was just so burnt out from it. It was crazy. Like mm. I did another edit on the other day for this intensive that I filmed, and I just couldn't. I had to really fucking discipline my way through it. It wasn't mm. like creative spontaneity. It was just like, okay, j- you just got to get it together sort of thing. Yeah, I was burnt, bro. What but do you do to refill your cup? Well, so I went... Uh, what do you normally do? Like, I don't normally. I just keep just burning. Keep going. Just, keep <laughs> I just keep burning out. <laughs> At both ends. Yeah, literally. No, but I went down to London um, for my brother's birthday to do a go ape thing. Mm-hmm. It was one of those... There's like an adventure course in the trees. It was actually really quite dangerous and you had to like do it myself. But that was like a big recharge for me because it was like, I wasn't thinking about work. <laughs> I yeah, just, yeah, you I just had to just think about surviving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And um, Don't fall and die. Don't fall and die. And that that was a big recharge because otherwise I would have been at my desk like yeah. grinding it out. Yeah. Dude. I need to fill my cup up tomorrow. I've got a day off from nice. cinema. Nice. Cinema's a nice refill for me. Watch a dope film. Yeah, because it's me. not, it's, you can't think. Like, I have to be doing something. Well, like it's th- unless it's like, th- the only time it doesn't fill my cup is if it's like a dance film. Like, sometimes when we're at home, like, Georgia was like, should we watch Step Up? And I'm like, no. No. Because you're like, why? It. It's dope. And I was like, oh, yeah, it is really good. Like, it's a dope dance film. Well, the choreo is dope, but I'm just going to watch it. And then I'm going to be like, oh, look, there's that person. I need to be as good as that. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah, like, yeah. Or you I don't audition. switch off from your Or like craft. step up five, like she put it on the other day and it was super cool because like I know 95% of the dancers. But then I was also going, I auditioned for this. <laughs> like, oh, do you know what I mean? You. Like, yeah, and didn't get it. Get like, it. <laughs> do, do you know, you're like, motherfuckers. So then you're like, <sighs> dude, if you were in step up five, man, that would have been so cool. Mm. I had a really good audition though. Why did they not take you? Um, White and ginger. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> White and ginger, probably. Uh, I don't know, but I did roast it. They'd Draco told me. Aww. It's a cool story about that. We'll do it another day. Another day. It's a cool addition. Yeah. yeah. That's my week, bro. Don't. It's my week too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of editing. I guess uh, that's us then. That's us done. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go to the gym. <laughs> Maybe we should just go to the gym together. Uh, I'm training clients. 
Uh, I'm training me. I'm my client, baby. Come on. Come on now. Yo, I watched Rush Hour 2 this week. Dude, (laughs) fucking Jackie Chan is is my boy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. I fucking... (laughs) He's my boy. I love Jackie. So you're a spirit animal. He's my spirit animal. animal. He is an animal. He's, Um, He's crazy, dude. Dude, he's so good. But I watched it. Number one is pixelated as fuck. I didn't realize it came out in 2002 or whatever. <laughs> it was 2001. But um, they could never make that film now. No, they couldn't. Dude, mm. like, it's so, like, it, it's not racist, but people would be offended. Mm. So it would never be made now. Did you hear about um, Beyonce having to change one of her later songs? Yes. Because she used the word spaz in it. Yeah. I was like, come on now. Because, because like in in her culture, from my understanding, spaz doesn't mean the same thing as it does in English culture. No, and she meant to spaz out as in to be like to go crazy and have a party. Crazy and party, yeah. But, but like isn't it crazy that it even got to the power of Beyonce? Yeah, mad. Like the one person that you think could be like could change people's opinion of it and yeah. be like, goes so this rolled over and played dog." And this is uh, like I don't think I was having a thought process about it about the other day, and there's an example which I probably won't, won't bring up on air, but. I think people aren't actually offended. They're offended by the idea of other people being offended. Yes. And I think that's the issue is people go, you can't say that because other people will be offended. Yeah. And but they're not offended. Yeah. And that person's normally called Karen. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Karen. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's where we're at now is we're, we're getting offended by nothing. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just that yeah. I, I'm done. Anyway. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to run. I'm not going to go here. Anyway, kicks of the day. You've got lovely shoes on. Show the camera. Your shoe game has stepped up. Your bank account must be emptying, baby. It's emptying. Kicks of the day. Customs, customs. Come on. Come on now. Come on now. Got an outro? I'm about to outro. I didn't rehearse that one in the shower. (laughs) I got one. Ready? Go on. Here we go. There you go, baby. Yeah. Come on. You've just watched us on your screen. Don't be horrible. Don't be mean. Just make sure you dance nice and clean. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, ee, een. Have you noticed? <laughs> <laughs> if you notice when I'm wrong, I just go, ooh, ooh. <laughs> it's like the most rapper thing ever, isn't it? They go, yo, yo. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yo, yo. <laughs> they just, just fill in that word, don't they? With, with noises. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, rapping's definitely not my forte. <laughs> get, you're getting there, bro. This, today was your best one. Yeah. The first. I wrote that. <laughs> Did you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I rehearsed <laughs> as well. <laughs> you you bet that one as well. <laughs> Were you in the car rehearsing that shit? Didn't in bed like a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> Written down on my phone. Who was better? Who was better? Comment below. Who was better? My I feel intro. like mine should be our new intro. Mine was way better, bro. Yeah, but come on. Mine's like an actual like. Intro. Our numbers are like a fat boy on track. Come on, bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> no. Bah. The Ins and Out Show is the place to be. That's nah, where we talk about life in the industry. We like to laugh and joke and tell stories. If you're not subscribed yet, where have you been? Hit that subscribe button. Was that what you sent me? Yeah. <laughs> the voice note yeah. like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Last week. <laughs> you like it. All right. Peace out. Bye. Fade. Pew.